Welcome to the Sanctuary at Woodville podcast, spirit-filled sustenance for your soul. Hello, and coming to you live from the Sanctuary at Woodville here in Hopkinton, Massachusetts, I'm co-director Gethin Coolbaugh. And I am co-director and pastor Laurel Griffith Coolbaugh. And we're here today with a, uh, a new recurring feature that we're going to be doing here with the Sanctuary that we call Quarter Hour Dialogues by Sanctuary at Woodville. I'll give you a little overview of it. Essentially, as part of our new online Kingdom Neighborhood initiative, and we'll get to that more in a second, the Quarter Hour Dialogues by the Sanctuary at Woodville offer a 15-minute window to discuss a broad array of relevant topics and give the opportunity to engage, invest, and practice how to have fruitful discussions to advance understanding. So we will be leading the discussion here, but on this Facebook Live platform, we want you to chime in. We want you to comment and we will read your comments live and make this a discussion. The 15 minute time frame is really to give us kind of just, just a little, a little drop in on these topics, which I'm sure a lot of these topics we could dialogue about for a long, long time. Right. But this is a good way weekly to drop in a little bit on that. Uh, we're planning to do them every Thursday. Uh, originally, we were going to do 7 p.m. as we're doing tonight. We will get back to that uh, in a while, but uh, for the next few weeks, I'll post about it later, we'll be uh, doing it at 5 o'clock on Thursdays. Uh, so yeah, every 15 minutes, uh, it won't always be Laurel and I leading the discussion, but probably more often than not, it will be. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, and back to the online kingdom initiative concept that I mentioned earlier. For those of you that are familiar with the sanctuary at Woodville, we are a spiritual formation and retreat center located here in Woodville, a village of Hopkinton. Uh, this was a legacy ministry of Woodville Baptist Church, which has, had been around for 180 some years uh, before we started this ministry in 2014. Um, and while the sanctuary does maintain the facilities that we're in, we're in the Oasis room now, uh, our main room. We've been doing a lot of, um, you know, events here and quiet days and really a lot of things. But now that we've entered the pandemic uh, era of our existence, we've had to change just like everybody else has had to change. Yeah. So we are turning our focus, in addition to still having events and the same things that we've done here, to becoming what we call an online kingdom neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And that is really taking the, the message of spiritual formation and community and dialogue as we're going to talk about today, we're going to be taking that out to the internet community and hopefully expand beyond Hopkinton, beyond Massachusetts, and to a whole network of kingdom believers. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because uh, we love having community, we love communicating and having conversations. So hopefully this will be a place to do that both online as well as live and Facebook. So we're so glad you're joining us. And now we'll, uh, we'll start in on our first topic. Our inaugural topic is one that's uh, very important to me personally. And I posted on the Tuesday teaser post, it's, it's what is dialogue and why is it so important uh, in, in today's culture? Uh, you know, 
like many things, I think people can have different definitions for something, but the way I see dialogue is it's an opportunity, whereas, you know, when you say if you're going to be debating someone uh, or you're going to be in an argument, that uh, connotates uh, trying to win. When you're in a debate, say you watch the presidential debate, um, if you watch the most recent ones, I apologize on behalf of our country. Um, but if you watch a, a presidential debate or, or any kind of debate really on TV, you have two sides that are trying to win. They're trying to beat the other person. And my problem with that is that um, it then becomes all about winning. It doesn't become about you know, learning. It doesn't become about the facts. It becomes about, I'm shouting louder than you. I got the bigger applause. Therefore, I'm right. So dialogue, and I'll read a definition here from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, a couple uh, definitions. One is a conversation between two or more persons. So it is like a discussion in a way, but I like this definition better. It's an exchange of ideas and opinions. To me, dialogue is not about walking away from something with, I'm a winner, I won that conversation, or, oh, geez, I lost this conversation. It should be about better understanding and knowing more about your opposite viewpoint from when you started. And if you can get to a resolution point after that, great. Yeah. If not, I, I think it's still worthwhile because you did proceed forward in learning. And really, that's what we need to be focusing on nowadays, as we have so many divides and people are seeming to live in their own, you know, their own fact universes. We need, we need to make steps that we can go forward to, to learn. Um, for you, so how would you otherwise define dialogue? Well, um, what I think about with uh, dialogue versus debate is... Uh, Debate is really about power, which is what you were saying before, like who's right? And debate seems to really involve one-upmanship. Who is the one, the one who comes out the winner is the one who has more power. Whereas dialogue or discussion is far more about uh, seeking to, as you said, learn, understand, but really you have to come at it with more of a humble attitude. Um, so you, you come into it not only with the idea of listening to and understanding the other side, but actually as you enter into that, you really understand more your own side too. You understand why you hold the opinions you do uh, possibly um, or maybe even some of the holes in your thinking, in your own thinking. So uh, Gethin had uh, actually preached on this um, quite a while ago and brought to mind, actually gave us handouts on the differences between dialogue and debate. And I found this fascinating. It's from the book, The Magic of Dialogue by Daniel Yank Yanklovich. And, uh, he makes some very simple points, two columns, one on debate, one on dialogue. I'll just share a few of them. So debate uh, actually assumes there is a right answer and that I have it. And then dialogue assumes that many people have pieces of the answer and that together they can craft a solution. So we can see right off the bat why 
debate is so popular because we all think we're right. Right. You know, and, and it's 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 a selfless act to step back and say, maybe I'm not right, right. and maybe I need to listen and maybe I need to learn. Mm -hmm. uh, and even if you do feel you are right about something, because I. Personally, I think on a lot of issues today, there is middle ground that we can get to, but there are some issues that there really may not be a middle ground. Right. So I'm not saying to abandon your convictions at all, right. but I think even when we are convicted, even when we think we are right, I think it's important to step back and say, okay, well, I think this, but here's this person I'm talking with that feels the same exact way. Mm -hmm. So. Why do they feel that way, and how can I step back and listen? And that's hard. Uh, that's hard to do. Very hard. I even think within our family, and I'm sure you realize that we are mother and son, uh, but even in our small family with uh, our my husband, Bill, um, as we have lots of debates and try to have more dialogues, um, with people we love, with people we respect, uh, we do, of course, seek to maintain that respect as we have those debates and dialogues. But it is challenging. It's very challenging. Um, but the bottom line is, for me, I always come back to, I, I love this person, or I respect this person, or actually, the image of God is in this person. And so they may not be right, I may not be right, but I have something to learn uh, from them about. And they are worth listening to. I might not like it, I might not like what they're saying at all, but um, I want to approach them with humility. And I want to approach them and look at them as though uh, they were Jesus. And of course, Jesus always is right and always is humble and loving. And I am not, and other people are not. But still, that is how we learn to love. And Jesus, you hit on it right there. If we believe that Jesus is always right, well, then Jesus doesn't need to dialogue. Right. <laughs> he could have come to earth and been like, no, I'm not dialoguing. This is the way. I'm right. And deal with it. But Jesus, who is right, who we believe is true and holy and perfect and perfectly righteous, did come to earth and did say, I'll dialogue with you. He, he didn't, uh, in, in his sermons, in his miracles, parables. yeah, parables and miracles he performed, he didn't force anything on anybody. He just, he, he basically put the facts, put his facts on the table. Right. And um, I think that's a good example to follow. And uh, we will touch more on dialogue uh, in future episodes, especially next week. We'll talk about that a little more in a few minutes at the end and have more examples I had prepared of how Jesus dialogued with the disciples and followers. But really, dialogue, while it is a practice that we need to use in society today in all facets, politically, religiously, everywhere, uh, we would be benefited by doing more dialogue. It really is a biblical principle, too. Absolutely. And again, I think about why would Jesus have uh, spoken in parables if he didn't want to invite dialogue? Uh, because parables were hard to understand. The disciples would often say, 
how does this work? What do you mean? Um, and so it invited dialogue. And uh, again, goes to your point that Jesus very much wanted this, uh, welcomed this with us. So if the living God can do that, then hopefully we too uh, should be able to learn to do that. And it is a learning process. Mm. Yeah. And we have our first commenter, uh, Ella Knight, that uh, she sends us a heart and also said uh, that is a good point. Uh, thank you, Ellen, for Hi, watching. Ellen. Hi, thank you. We <laughs> thank appreciate you. Thank you so you. much. Yep. And uh, we want more people like Ellen who contribute here and share their thoughts and share their insights into this because we, you know, I, I'm, I'm never going to say that I have all the answers or what I say is right. Uh, I will share what I believe and why I believe it, uh, but that doesn't make me right. And for true dialogue, I, I want to hear other people's insights. And here Ellen Knight says, like Christ, we must be okay with rejection. And that's that's so true. So true. And that's that's really hard. It is really hard. It's, it takes a <laughs> lifetime of practice to to be able to have more of an acceptance with that. I'm I'm 30 years old. I'm by no means perfect with that at all. But even in my you know relatively short journey over the last 10, 15 years, I feel like I've come a long way with rejection because. Rejection's part of life. It's going to happen no matter how poor, how rich, whatever, you know, it, that's, that's a big part of uh, existing. And the more we can kind of cope with that, uh, the more we can act, make actual progress. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So let me share one more of uh, the comparisons here by Daniel. Um, he says that debate entails listening to find flaws and make counter arguments. So again, there's a, a real purpose there of winning, of power, versus dialogue entails listening to understand and find meaning and agreement. Wow, big difference. Uh, whole big motive behind all of that. And it's easy for us. We might start out in a dialogic form, but then find ourselves crossing over into debate because uh, we're, we feel right or we don't like, you know, the, the other person's points. Um, so it's hard to stay in the place of dialogue throughout. Mm. But again, that is where we learn the most. That is how we honor the other person. Um, and that's how we learn to love as well. So many good thoughts and nuggets. And here we are almost at 15 minutes. And wow. just like we said right at the beginning, <laughs> it's uh, we could go on and on with this. And yeah. we want the dialogue to continue on this topic. Uh, even if you didn't join us live, please feel free to chime in with your comments. And we will certainly address them uh, either in text or in person on video going forward. Absolutely. Uh, next week's topic will be also about dialogue, but more so dialogues in sermons, which is something we've done uh, as the sanctuary at Woodville during these pandemic times, we've done with the combined Christian service in Hopkinton through HCAM and YouTube, which airs at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. Sunday morning, yeah. uh, a lot of those sermons have been of the dialogue format, which admittedly to the people involved has been very different, And but it's a good kind of different. And even in our own congregation, we've seen uh, how that format, which can be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. really can is producing, you know, 
amazing results and bringing people out of their shells in ways yes. we, we never thought. Very much. But uh, that's going to wrap up our first quarter hour dialogue. Uh, thank you, Laurel, for thank this you. lively discussion. And we thank you all for joining us, and we can't wait to dialogue with you some more. So from here at the Sanctuary at Woodville, signing and off. Stay tuned for the questions uh, next Tuesday. Yeah, every uh, every Tuesday. Yeah. Every Tuesday we're going to have a, we're going to put out a question or two just to get you thinking and preparing to engage with us. So again, thanks for joining us. It was fun. Thanks very much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary at Woodville podcast. As a Christian nonprofit ministry, we appreciate your spirit-led donations. To donate to the Sanctuary and to listen to more podcasts, visit www.sanctuaryatwoodville.org.